So welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I'm the co-founder of Ignite DA. And thank you so much for joining us. No matter where you found us uh, through our various uh, podcast networks where we're available, we're thrilled you took a few minutes out of your busy schedule to spend some time with us. We are kicking off Dental Assistance Recognition Week, always a highlight of the year. And I thought, what better way to kick it off than to bring in uh, a guy that I've really gotten to know really well, a guy that I respect greatly, and he's a dentist as well. And that's Dr. Robert McGuire. Dr. McGuire, how are you, my friend? I'm great, Kevin. Thanks for having me today. Hey, I am so glad to have you on. You just have a uh, an infectious personality and not a COVID-19 infectious personality, but just a good one, I should say. So, <laughs> but hey, I want our I want our listeners to know a little bit more about you before we dive into the topic of the day. Sure. So, I am I'm a dentist. I'm a retired dentist. I practiced for 28 years. I had a little solo practice in the little town of Wolfboro, New Hampshire. I had the the typical two, 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 two individuals at the front, two dental assistants and two dental hygienists and me. So we were a cozy little group. That's awesome. And I did that for 28 years. I'm a Navy veteran. During those years, I developed a passion for communication because I saw that that was the key to success in my practice. And so now after at age 60, when I retired, I did devoted my life now to teaching leadership and communication, because I think that oftentimes it's the missing link to developing strong teams. And so that's where I'm at right now, Kevin. Fulfillment, joy, fulfillment, and financial success. Love it. You know, and and every time we talk, you know, I, I walk away with a smile on my face. Uh, you know, and I want to say before we go any further, thank you for your service. Uh, so appreciate that. And, and also wanted to pick your brain because, again, it's the start of Dental Assistance Recognition Week. And I know one thing that you're very passionate about, as you said, is that leadership quality in the practice. And you're a firm believer, like I am, that dental assistants can be leaders in the practice. I mean, share, share a few of your thoughts on that subject, if you don't mind. I would be happy to. Dental assistants have a wealth of knowledge that sometimes the dentists, I know for a fact that I didn't have. They would see things in a patient, whether it was anxiety or joy that I didn't see, and they were able to help me. Not only that, they were able to introduce ideas like fine tuning the new patient examination or how to better communicate to patients their needs. So often dentists, we get wrapped up in the details, the dental lingo. And they were so helpful in telling me to, hey, talk a language that your patients will understand. <laughs> so that was very, very helpful. And so that initiative from the dental assistant to help me was very valuable. Uh-oh. On the other side of things, Kevin, I used to tap into them during our, whether it was, hey, that didn't go so well. Do you have any suggestions? And they would say, yeah, Rob, that that wasn't one of your finest moments, but here, let me tell you what I think you could do differently. So taking off the mask and say, hey, I need your help because we know, and I know it's a worn out cliche, Kevin, but isn't it true that together everybody achieves more? 
Absolutely. The team acronym, it, it means, it means something, but it, it also, it, it means something to me that you as the dentist were willing to listen and willing to ask for that as well. And I know that that's one thing that I hear so often from assistants is they're nervous about making those suggestions or having that type of conversation. How did you build that relationship with your assistant and, and let them know you welcome that advice? Well, Kevin, I think it was from making a lot of mistakes early on. <laughs> okay. Before I no seriously, when I went into private before I went into private practice, I was an associate with a dentist for three years, and he said to me, "Rob, I know your heart, but you got to work on your communication skills." <laughs> and so he knocked me down a few notches. So that humility aspect of things is very very huge, and I also learned it in the Navy. I had a my first extraction in the Navy, and I broke off a root tip. Oh. And I was with a dental assistant in the Navy. We call him Dental Techs, who had 15 years experience. And I said, well, i got to get the oral surgeon in here to help me out. And he says, Doc, you don't have to do that. We got this. <laughs> well, it was the dental assistant got me through that procedure and that probably was the initiating point for me I'd only been out of dental school a year but that was the initiating point where I said wow there's a there is a think tank here a what? lot of valuable knowledge regardless of your status everybody can contribute to the pool with the bottom line being, we're all here to help our patients get healthy. Absolutely. And I, and yeah. I think when you, when you keep that bottom line in mind, that's the key. You know, and, and one thing that you and I both share, not only a, a love of dental assistants, but also we're, we're big fans of the personality profiles and getting to know what makes each of us tick. And there are a lot of dental assistants who are like me. They're, they're those S's on the disc scale. They're a little bit more timid maybe to offer their advice unless somebody really asks them for it. How do you suggest as that communication coach and, and disc lover like I am, how do those S's step forward with the confidence to say, I've got an idea. What if we tried this? That's a great question because I from my experience, most of my dental assistants were in fact S's. Mm -hmm. And the gift that they brought to the team was empathy and compassion. And the way that I helped them, and so I knew this ahead of time, and the way that I helped them with that was to ask their opinion in a safe environment, which was often at a staff meeting. Now, if I were to counsel an S, a sustainer personality, the one who loves to be behind the scenes and just kind of the steady eddies, I used to call them. Yep. I would say, just ask a question. Just ask a question and say, hey, Dr. Smith or Dr. McGuire, and this is what they would do. Have you thought about this 
So for example, it was the the way I used to make temporary crowns, and I had a dental a new dental assistant who was an who is a sustainer off the charts. And she came up to me and she said, "You know, in the practice I just came from, we use this technique that I think might be helpful." And then asking me a question, she perked my ears up and I said, well, what are your thoughts? Then she explained it to me and we instituted that procedure. So I think I would say to an S is the sustainer, take a deep breath, gather your courage and just simply ask a question. I like that. And and go for it. And if you need to run it by another team member ahead of time, that's often helpful too. But if it's if, if the intention is to help the dentist, help the practice, help the patient, then you've got to ask that question. But I know that for the sustainers, it ain't easy. <laughs> You're right. But if you can if you can ask a question. I okay. found and I and I counseled them and I said, you can ask me any question. Does does asking that question and getting outside of your comfort zone a little bit, is that kind of what you see as maybe the first step toward embracing that leader mentality in the practice? Or how do dental assistants, in your opinion, develop that leadership mentality uh, within themselves? I can tell you what we did in our practice. When we first introduced the DISC personality styles, the biggest benefit was creating the awareness of who you were, who we were as individuals. And so understanding that this is who I am but at the same time, I have a, an opinion, a valuable opinion that I think will benefit one another's. So that was a, that was a helpful, so just being aware that you do have value mm-hmm. and you do have things that you contribute and share. Now, the biggest challenge is if the person at the top isn't open to that. Well, again, Kevin, I think that the asking the question Planting seeds like we would often do with our patients can help shift the mind of the dentist. So dental assistants can play a role in perhaps positively influencing their dentist, which often is so helpful because dentists are so stressed out working in the mouths and and the anxiety of the patients and whatnot. So if they look at themselves as I can help, yeah, that's a that is a big part of the process. And seeing themselves as an invaluable member of the team. I'm sorry, not invaluable, but a very a valuable member of the team. And, and I think the key key phrase in that is seeing themselves as that. They've got to have that confidence in themselves. And a lot of times, you know, I, I talk so often about the the just mentality. You know, I'm just a dental assistant, uh, you know, and, and how to overcome that. And, 
you know, I'm just going to say what better week to really start working on that than dental assistant recognition week and recognizing where you can get better in your career as well if you're a dental assistant. Yeah. And that, that positive self-talk, you know who puts those labels on ourselves? Ourselves. Us. Yeah, you're right. Ourselves. And so when I teach happiness to groups, I talk about that self-talk and how important it is that our brain oftentimes doesn't understand whether it's true or not. It hears what it what it hears. So if you say, remember, do you remember dental boot camp years ago with Walter Haley? Absolutely. He used, he used to say, I want you to stand up and I want you to say, I'm a 10. Well, we, always, we thought it was kind of hokey and kind of kooky, but there's a lot of truth to that. So stay standing up every morning and say, I am a 10 or I am a valuable member of this team. And I have knowledge that nobody else has. That self-talk, getting that. And and it comes with practice. It's just like anything else, Kevin. Yeah. It's, we work at it because I think our negative default can be towards the it can be towards the the opposite well and, and coming out of COVID 19 and all the changes oh, and the things we've all oh. been through obviously you know it's easier to slant down than to slant up sometimes uh, no question yeah yeah so getting that think getting that thinking right and understanding that and just just having a few phrases that that i am I am worthy. I am valuable. I am a 10, whatever it is. Studies show that that works. There was a, an author, her name is Susan Jeffers, and she wrote a book, Face the Fear and Do It Anyway. And she has studies that show that positive self-talk has a positive effect on how you feel about yourself and your physical health. It's amazing how that works. And and I I love, again, that you bring that approach of that a lot of times it starts within us. A lot of times I think people look outwardly for help. They look outwardly for advice. And so often it's the thoughts that we're planting in our own field of a mind uh, that impact us more perhaps than anything else. It's so true. I always say, look in before you look out. But here's another thing that we're dealing with, and it applies to everybody, not dental assistants, is breathe. Take a moment and slow down because, I mean, think of it, Kevin, the busyness of our world. We get texts. We get emails. We're just, we got Facebook and Instagram and all this stuff. It's like you've got to pause a minute and take a look under the hood. Yep. And, and man, that pause, sometimes that's a lifesaver. I'm telling you, it absolutely is. If you could take five minutes, just five minutes a day, even during your lunch break, and maybe just go out and take a walk or enjoy your, or enjoy the surroundings around you. It's amazing how that helps you, how it builds you up. Agreed. And, um, and shut off the news. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I find your, it, yourself with good stuff. 
when I, when I put down my phone and shut off the news, it's amazing how the mentality changes. Honestly, you're exactly you, right. You feel it yourself, right? When sure. when when the 24 hour news channel all of a sudden is shut off, I challenge. I challenge everyone take one day without watching the news or take a couple hour break from your cell phone. Yeah. It's amazing that how it helps. So building ourselves up is a key. When we feel good about ourselves, then we are able to reach out to others. We we give from the overflow of our heart. But it all starts in our heads, doesn't it? It does. It does. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest message that I, I wanted to get out today. And I knew you were such a great individual to do that is as we start this dental assistant recognition week, recognize the things that you can do to not only become a better dental assistant, but maybe a better human, a more relaxed human, a, a happier human. Uh, you know, I think that's so important. So it really is. And just seeing your value. And I, I will tell you, I had dental assistants, Kevin, who did temporary crowns better than I did, who could take a alginate impression better than I did, who could calm down an upset patient better than I could. Yep. My life was better because of the dental assistants who I was privileged to do life with. Man, I, I don't know any better way to wrap it up than with that right there. I got to be honest with you. That's that's a high note to end on. And I know we've talked DISC. We've talked about a lot of things that I know we just skimmed the surface on. And dental assistants may want to know a little bit more. And and I know that you're always willing to to talk to them and you've got some resources. So I want to make sure they know how to get a hold of you if they they're want to follow up with you. Well, sure, Kevin. So my website is called The Fulfillment dot coach it goes along with my whole passion which is to help others have more fulfillment and joy and happiness in their lives so it's the fulfillment dot coach and if you want to reach out to me with any questions or to chat um my email address is contact at the fulfillment dot coach and, and as I said, Dr. McGuire, uh, I've, I've gotten to know him. I know that his values are, are so in line with so many assistants that I see out there. And, and I know he's got a, a big heart for dental assistants and everything that you all do every day. So, and if you need to get a hold of Dr. McGuire and you can't find him, you can reach out to us and I promise you that we'll put you in touch. So Dr. McGuire, thanks for your time today. I really do appreciate it, my friend. Well, I appreciate all you do, Kevin, for, for building up our precious dental assistance. Right. So thank yeah. you for that. You bet. It's my honor to do that. And, and I so appreciate all of you uh, joining this podcast every time that we put out a new episode. You know, the Dental Assistant Nation podcast is really about educating, enlightening, and empowering dental assistants around the world. And we're so thankful that we can do that every episode. Make sure you subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And we're going to be back soon with another episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. But until then, hey, Make it a great day, week, and year ahead. Together, we rise.